So, so what we are doing is called jnana yatnya. Yatnya means sacrifice. Jnana yatnya don't translate it as sacrifice of knowledge, okay? <laughs> A yatnya where knowledge, the fire of knowledge is kindled. In that fire of knowledge, what we burn is our ignorance. So, actually the symbolism of all yetnyas is also like that. There is a turf and then there is a fire is kindled. In that fire, we offer many dravyas. Different, different dravyas representing our vasanas. And this the knowledge, the fire of knowledge is kindled unto that fire of knowledge. We are offering our impurities called vasanas. This is the idea. So, jnana yatnena. So, think of the nature of the Lord and revel the nature, reveal the nature of Lord through walk yetnya. It's called jnana yetnya means walk yetnya. So through speech, so reveal the, teeth, the nature of Bhagavan and give discourses on the scriptures like Bhagavad Gita, Upanishad, etc. The speaker is also in meditation, the listener also in meditation. <laughs> Because the speaker has to be in meditation, otherwise his mind goes all over, then, this <laughs> then he will not be able to do justice to the topic. Same way, the student also listening, their mind is also with single-pointed attention and they will also enter into a state of meditation. <laughs> so this, Ananya Chetacheta comes here again. So, Jnana Yatnya. <laughs> <coughs> so, Jnana Yatnya is one of the most beautiful. Bhagavan talked about it. Yatnyanam Chapayatnyopi Yatnyosit. So, there he said in 10th tenth, tenth, tenth chapter, we are going to see next time. That is, among Yatnyas, he considered Chapayatnya is one of the most important one. So, and in the, towards the end of Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavan talks about the one who prachar, the publicize this Bhagavad Gita, teach this Bhagavad Gita, he is very dear to me, he says. <laughs> and one who listens to Bhagavad Gita, also very dear to me. <laughs> In the, towards the end of the uh, 18th chapter, you will see that. <laughs> so, jnana yatnena cha anye ejantaha maam upasate. Ejantaha means sacrificing. So, sacrificing what? Sacrificing our ignorance. That is what is Jante Maam Upasate. Your lower urges should be sacrificed at the altar of knowledge. This is called Yetnya. Generally, we saw Yetnya means what? These rituals that we see. But that is an outside demonstration. What is to be achieved within? That is, say, our physical body. 
is compared with a turf. Okay. And our mind is the fire kindled. In that, there are five, in every ritual, there should be five ritviks. One is each four representing four Vedas, and one is the chief, that is Brahma. So we have five pundits in our body. What are they? The five senses. These five senses are offering ahuti. And to whom? To the mind, where the knowledge is kindled. So unto this, this ahuti is happening every day actually. Every day it is going on. Yatnya is going on every day. That's why Bhagavan Shankaracharya wrote that Atmatam Girija Madhisahajara Prana Shariram Griham Pujate Vishayopa Bhogarajana Nidra Samadhistidhi Sanjarapadayoho Pradhichida Vidhi Stotrani Sarva Giro Yatat Karmakarodi Tatadakilam Sambhotavaratanam Say, Atmatum Bhagavan, you are my Atma. Girija Matihi Parvati is my Buddhi. Sahachara Pranaha, all Pancha Pranas are your attendants. Shari Ramgriham, this body is the, your house. Pujate, my worship to is Vishaya Upabhoga Rajana. All the pleasures. The sensory pleasures that I am enjoying, that is an offering to you. See, when, so in our scriptures or our culture, we never denied sense pleasures, okay? This is a misunderstanding. <laughs> so, but consider it is an offering to the Lord, that is all. So if you do that, what happened? You choose. Yeah, when you are offering to Bhagavan, you choose, isn't it? You will not do that, uh, what you call, so something like a spoiled, a rotten apple, you will not give to Bhagavan. <laughs> you will give only good ones, isn't it? So, flower also, good ones only will give. So, the mala also chosen, beautiful mala will make. So, everything is chosen. Only the clean one, good ones will give, not the rotten one. The same, gent, not, so when you are offering naivedyam, not junk food. <laughs> you don't offer junk food. What is what you call, what is that? The, the... There is one, what, what that uh, Mexican one, that triangle, <laughs> with the dip and all that. Those things you don't offer as Naivetim to Bhagavan. <laughs> I never seen that. <laughs> so, it is... It is considered junk food. We will be careful what you give to Bhagavan, isn't it? So same way, all pleasures are allowed, but only with that you consider it is an offering to Bhagavan. You will choose what to give, what not to give. This is called yatnya. So jnana yatne ne chapyanne jante maamupasate ekatvena prathaktvena ekatvena so, sometimes people with their knowledge, they understand Ekam Brahma, that Paramatma is only one, Ekam. Then there are people who consider he is different from me, Prathaktvena. 
is different from it. So, one, one understands Bhagavan as one Brahman, Ekatvena. Though there is no single, that is, there is no duality, it is non-dual Brahman. Others consider that Bhagavan is different from me, Prathaktvena. So, he is different, I am different, he is my master, I am his servant. So, Dasoham. <coughs> so, one is Advaita, another is Dvaita. Dvaita means Dasoham. I am his servant. So, in this way also people worship me, he is different from me. He is in different form, various forms. I worship the entire world, he is his manifestation. In this world also people, Bahuta Vishyatomukam. He is the entire creation. So, with this way, people <coughs> worship me. So, some people through Jnana Yatnya, some people with understanding that you and me, there is no difference. Others consider Bhagavan is different from me. I am his servant. I am his dasa. In this way also people worship. So many ways there are people who worship Lord. Okay, then Bhagavan says, whatever be the mode of worship, they are finally worshipping me around. Now, we'll see that, how this verse is, 16th verse. Aham kraturaham yatnyaha Sodhahamaha maushadham Mantrohamaha mevajyam Ahamaknirāham hutam. Aham. See, in this verse, Bhagavan has used aham eight times. Okay? <laughs> eight times he has used aham, I. There are critics, people who criticize Bhagavad Gita. They say that Bhagavan is the one who champions to remove ahankara, isn't it? He is the one who talks about remove ahankara. And then he himself is demonstrating <laughs> that, that aham, 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 eight times in one verse, he is telling <laughs> aham. <laughs> so, you, you know, people when they argue like that, you also think it is right because you <laughs> It is here. It is pratyaksha. <laughs> now this aham is totally different. <laughs> okay. So, in fact, the aham is not the small i, ahankara. This aham is paramatma. So, but actually all our aham is paramatma. We don't know that. That is all it is. But Bhagavan, when he say aham, he knows. <laughs> he is speaking from 
that absolute state. So, aham kratuhu, that supreme reality, Paramatma, that consciousness is kratu. Kratu means, there are two, kratu and yetnya, both are used here. Kratu is the shrauta karma. The ritual that is given, revealed in Shruti Vedas, we call it as Kratu. So that's why Indra is called Shatakratu. Shakraha, the short form. A Coca Cola. Nobody says Coca Cola, but they say Coke. <laughs> the same way, Shatakratu becomes Shakraha. <laughs> the short form. So, one, one hundred times he has done Ashwamedha Yaga, so therefore he has become Indra, as a, as a merit of it. So, the same way, so whatever the, the ritual that is revealed by Vedas, we call, as, we call it as Kratu. Then, Yetnyaha, Yetnya Smartha Karmas. Whatever ritual that is revealed by Smriti Granthas. So, Smartha Karma. Smriti Granthas are all, all Puranas also called Smriti Granthas. Then there are so many Smritis are there in our uh, Manusmriti, then uh, Yatnival uh, Smriti, and then um, uh, even Bhagavan Shiva. Uh, Vyasa also have written Smriti Granthas. So, these Smriti Granthas, Smarthas, it's called Smarthas, one who follows Smriti Granthas, Kratu Shrauta Karma. So, Aham Kratu Raham Yatnyaha Sodhaham. Sodha means, see, when we perform rituals, we offer Ahurdi to the fire. But fire you cannot offer directly. So, it is very hot. So they go, they invoke the fire's wife, Swaha. So Swaha is the wife of fire. You know that, you know, in practical life also, the husband is very, you know, <laughs> this, you know suppose he is a, what do you call a uh, high court judge or something. That person is a teachable. You can't approach it directly because he will throw you out. <laughs> but then, suppose you want some favor to be done, what do you do? You approach the wife, isn't it? <laughs> Buy some vegetables and all that and make her and cook some nice food and all that, give it to her <laughs> and please her. And then, when after so many days, he become very happy, she become very happy, then she will ask you, Beta, what can I do for you? You have been doing so many things for me. He Ma, please tell this to your husband, <laughs> that is all. <laughs> so, you approach through wife. Here also all the, the offerings, you can't directly because the Havya Vahana is another name for Agni. Agni is the one who is the transporter. The one who delivers all the offering to devatas, the transport, DHL service, <laughs> Federal Express service is this uh, fire devata, Agni devata. So, 
Akti Devatas cannot be approached straight away, so we offer to Swaha, his wife. The same way we have to offer to Pitras. So in the Shraddha ceremony, so what happened? We are invoking the Pitras and we are offering to them. There we don't say Swaha, we say Swatha. So that is Swatha. So Sudhaham, Sudha offering to ancestors. Vidarbhya Sudha. To all the gods, Swaha. Aushadham, medicine. So, Aushadham has got the capacity to cure your disease. The curing, that particular herb will cure your disease. That medicinal effect, that medicinal content is because of Bhagavan's grace, isn't it? So, who put it there? So, if there is a poison ivy, there is some solution also there. <laughs> if there is some disease, there are, the, the Ayurveda talks about all the, these herbs has got this medicinal effect to cure your disease. So, Aushadham is also Bhagavan. Mantroham, Mantra is also myself, Aham. Ahameva Ajyam, the key that is you are pouring, that is also Bhagavan only. Aham Agni, the fire is also my, myself. Aham Hutam, the offering is also mine. The similar verse we saw in fourth chapter. What is that? Brahmarpanam Brahmahavi Brahmakno Brahma. There Bhagavan said Brahman, Shabda used, a third party. But here Bhagavan directly says, Aham, <laughs> I myself is everything. <laughs> Aham Kratuhu, Aham Yetnyaha, Sodaham, Aham Aushatam, Mantroham, Aham Eva, Ajyam, Aham Agni, Aham Hutam. So, the all of them, I myself. Now, this you experience every day. It is not something that is new, Bhagavan is telling. Suppose you go to sleep and you start dreaming. Ganesha Chaturthi. And you got up early morning and you made Modagam. And then you woke up your family and husband, wife, children, everybody sit in front of the puja robe. And Ganesha Bhagavan, you are worshipping the Lord. Lord Ganesha. And you, you did Abhishekam also chanting Ganapati Atharvasisham. And then afterwards, Shodashopachara Puja and Naivedyam you offered Modagam. Then afterwards, incense and Deepam, Dupam. Then, then Mangala Nirajanam. Everything is done. And then afterwards, Pushpanjali. So, Mandrapushpam, then you want to get up and do namaskar, prostration. That is the time what happened. Your, your dhoti was stuck <laughs> at the feet of your wife. So the moment you got up, you could not get up because her dhoti <laughs> is pulled and you fell down. <laughs> 
<laughs> and when you fell down, you got up, you see. <laughs> the whole thing was a dream. <laughs> now, in this dream, can you not say, what is that? Aham kratu, aham yatnyaha, mantroham, aham ajyam, aham agni, aham hutam. Everything is myself, isn't it? So the motagam that you made is what? Your own mind. And wife, children, everything is you. And Ganesha Bhagavan is also you. And the mantram that you are chanting is also you. And whatever that you are offering, that is also you. There is no difference. So this appreciation that Sarvam Brahmamayam. That's why Sadashiva Brahmendra sang Sarvam Brahmamayam Rere Sarvam Brahmamayam. <laughs> so this appreciation is called Jivan Mukti Avastha. <laughs> so Aham Eva everything. Therefore, Bhagavan says, whatever you do, whatever worship you do, whether you do yetnya, jnana yetnena, or egatvena, pratakvena, bahuda vishudho mukham, whether you worship me differently, whether you worship me as one, or worship me as the whole creation, all of them are myself. <laughs> so that is why Hindus don't have this quarrel, you see. Otherwise, what happened? This understanding, look at this, this higher vision of Hindus. Therefore, we are able to tolerate any religion because they know, we know that they are also worshipping Bhagavan. <laughs> there is no problem at all. But the other people who has got narrow vision, my God alone, <laughs> otherwise you, would, you burn in hell eternally. So that kind of things, if you say, that is because of a narrow vision. So here you see, Bhagavan himself says that, whatever you do, you are finally worshipping me only. <laughs> so, there, there, is a, there is a verse, you know, that, what is that? Hmm. Uh, I'll get it. Thagachasi Sagaram. Sarvadeva Namaskaraha Keshavam Padigachali. Now, continue. Pitaha Masya Jagataha Mata Tata Pitamaha Vedim Pavitra Mongaraha Rixama Ejurevacha Asya Jagataha Pita Mata. See, in Christianity only one thing said, what? I am the father. But what about mother? There was no mention. But here you see, mother is also mentioned. Who? He himself is a mother. I am Pita. Pitaham Asya Jagataha. I am the father of this creation. What about mother? I am the mother also. <laughs> because the material cause and the efficient cause, both are himself. 
So there is no separate material cause from him. That's why we have the symbolism, Ardhanarishwara. Bhagavan Shivji and Parvati, half-half. What do you call? One is representing efficient cause. Another is representing material cause. Both are one and the same. It is something like the word and its meaning, walk and artha. Or the ocean and the waves. You cannot separate. <coughs> so also, the material cause and the Paramatma, the efficient cause, you cannot separate. So, Pitahamasya Jagadha, therefore Bhagavan says, I am the Pita, I am the Mata. So, Parvati Parameshwara, when they were getting married, so, Saptarishis were doing the Paurohitya, they were the Purohitas. So, in marriage, there is a, there is a, there is a tradition that you ask, you have to declare your lineage. That your, fa your father is dead, then your grandfather is there, great-grandfather is like this, you have to declare. They say something, Savadhan or something, they say, Mantras for it. So at that point, they asked, she asked Bhagavan Shivji, who is your father? So, Bhagavan said, Brahmaji is my father. Who is his father? Then if you ask me like that, then I am his father. <laughs> so, he is Satchidaranda Paramatma. So that is the father of everything. So he himself is a father. So this you will understand only if you have that background of Vedanta. Otherwise, how is that possible? So Pitaha Masya Jagataha Mata. So efficient cause, material cause, both are myself. It cannot be different. It's like you are the material cause, you are the efficient cause for your dream world. Mata Dhata. Dhata is supporter. I am the supporter of this creation. Bhagavan is the supporter of the whole creation. Dhata. The one who holds the world, supports the world. Now, don't think that Bhagavan is there and world is there and he is supporting the world. Not like that. Not two separate entities. Without the Lord, world has no existence. It is like gold support the ornament. When we say, what does it mean? Without gold, there is no ornament. That's the idea. That's how you have to understand. The words sometimes especially English words, has got certain meaning. <laughs> and dictionary meaning is there. If you go by that dictionary meaning, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> then we will have so many doubts. So here it is, Dhata, Pitamaha, great-grandsir also. <laughs> so this is the thinking time-wise, <laughs> vertical time. 
time with there are vertical time horizontal time also <laughs> so vertical time is what lineage so great grandfather father then it, you know like their grandsire like that this goes it's vertical time then what is that horizontal time horizontal time is now i am sitting here giving talk after me another speaker comes and sit the same place and give talk <laughs> so even though the but it's a different time it is happening so talk is there but at the same time it is happening at different time at different people <laughs> so this called what this word the what you are horizontal time so pitamaha here it is vertical time wise bhagwan is talking then vedyam pavitram ungaraha that which is to be known in this world vedyam ought to be known that is pavitram purifier purifier or purifying ungaraha ungara ungara shabda i don't know i told you this that gayatri is the <coughs> so the devatas went to brahma ji and asked so everything in our shastra they tell you in a story form so it's easy to understand <laughs> so brahma ji they went and asked bhagwan you created this world we are not able to understand did you make any manual for it or instruction manual <laughs> so that we can read that manual and understand this world how to operate it and all that isn't it generally manufacturers always produce an instruction manual have you got one well, yeah i have what is that vedas yeah three vedas atharvana came later so rigveda yajurveda samaveda triveda and the devadas try to go and understand the vedas it is voluminous and devadas have no time for studying and all that in devaloka nobody studies they only party <laughs> they don't have time for all this so they came back and said bhagwan is there anything shortcut available <laughs> a brief <laughs> so that we can easily practice so bhagwan took the essence of all the three vedas and created gayatri three lines tat sabiturvarenyam vargo devasya dhimahi dhiyo yona prajodayat so three 24 letters that's why in valmiki ramayanam we have 24000 verses representing gayatri 24 letters each letter 1000 words that is how valmiki has written ramayana <laughs> now this three line also devatas went back started practicing they said this is too long <laughs> if you want to do 100 time gayatri no it's too long it's very difficult devatas came back again said bhagwan can you make it little more short <laughs> then he gave 
त्रि व्याहृतीस भू भुवा सुवहा दिस त्रि व्याहृतीस आल्सो दे फेल्ट टू मच देन अगेन इन अ कमबैक भगवान नेवर गॉट टायर्ड दैट इज वन थिंग इंटरेस्टिंग ब्रह्माजी वाज वेरी पेशेंट विद देम can you give us something better you know so that we can easily practice so bhagwan took the essence of all and gave one letter that is o the om is like a butter you see <laughs> so churned from the milk and this is the entire vedas lost Gayatri is there. Vedas are preserved. Gayatri is also lost. Vyaharthis are there, still preserved. Vyaharthis are also lost, but Omkara is there. Everything is there. So therefore, Pavitram Omkara. So Omkara Shabda is the right name for Brahman. Brahman is both nirguna and saguna. Nirguna means attributeless. Saguna means with attributes. So, how to name a lord who is both? <laughs> See, the name should be appropriate, isn't it? That's why when you give name to your children, people generally ask, you know, this is the day he is born, and this is nakshatra. so that you know according to that the name they choose isn't it if aslesha nakshatra is there the name is aslesha ashudhi nakshatra means ashudhi <laughs> so like that according to the nakshatra people try give name but we don't know the character of the person at that time the child is just born how do you know the character but the name should be according to the character of the person also <laughs> then only it become anvartha so otherwise you know there was a guy you know, there is a joke about it this one this one uh, gentleman his name was dandan pal <laughs> dandan pal what name is it you know his wife started teasing him what kind of name your parents gave you dandan pal <laughs> why don't you go and change it so he came out and then suddenly when he came out then some um, dead body was taken to the cremation ground he asked what is his, what was his name his name was amar singh <laughs> amar singh means the one who never dies and he is dead <laughs> so amar singh mar gaya <laughs> then one afterwards he went and then one lady was selling this uh, kaudang cake so he asked her what is your name lakshmi <laughs> lakshmi the itna bada the goddess of wealth is the name and kya karti hai ganda bechti hai <laughs> lakshmi ganda bechti hai amar singh mar gaya abhi kya naam hai kya rakha hai <laughs> then he came back said mera dandan bari acha hai <laughs> he came back saying that so sometimes the name has no matching with the person but even it comes to naming bhagwan you cannot do that so the rishis have thought about it and then they see there is a beautiful discussion about this omkara shabda is explained in mandukya upanishad 
in 12 mantras, you see. 12 mantras explain the meaning of Omkara, okay. And on that there is a commentary written by Gaudavacharya and that is three chapters. <laughs> Every chapter running like 200-300 verses. So Kariga it is called. So that powerful is this mantra, don't take it very lightly. This Omkara mantra is Yachandasam Rishabho Vishwarupaha Chandopyotyamrda Asambhabhuva Samendro Medaya Aspranotu Amrdasya Devadharano Bhuyasam Chariram Mevichasranam Jihwa Mevadhumattama Karna Apyamburi Vishwam Brahmanakosho Sibedaya Vihidaha so, this is the praise of that Omkara. Chandasam Rishabho Vishurubaha. Chandas means Vedas. And Chandas ka Vrishab. Vrishab means the bull, means the best among the, the Veda, Vedic mantras is Omkara. So, Omkara is the considered one of the best mantra. Even for Japa, meditation, Dhyana. Everything is Omkara, is considered one of the most beautiful and efficient and effective mantra. <laughs> Why? Because it is at once Saguna and Nirguna. <laughs> How it is Saguna? Because it has got three letters, Akara, Ukara, Makara. <laughs> Akara stands for the waking world. Ukara stands for the dream world. Makara stands for the deep sleep world. This is what is the manifested world is, isn't it? So, Saguna, the manifest world experience is what? Only in three levels. Either in the waking world or in dream world or in the deep sleep state. These are the three levels of experience we go through. Even if you go to heaven, also what is that? Waking dream, deep sleep only, isn't it? In heaven also you are awake. Heaven also you go to sleep. And I don't know whether they dream. I mean, they must be dreaming. <laughs> Some dream will be there. Heavenly dream must be there. But whatever it is. And in hell also what is that? Waking dream, deep sleep. There also all these three levels are there. Whichever world you go, these three experiences, field of experience you go through. So, this is called Saguna. <laughs> Then Akara, Ukara, Makara ends in where? Silence. This is called Amatra state, Turiya state, fourth state. So Mandukya talk about fourth state. That fourth state is called Amatra state. So where there is no letter, it is only silence. And that silence is the nature of truth. Paramatma. That is called Nirguna Brahman. So, the silence plus Akara, Ukara, Makara is Omkara. So, this Vedyam Pavitram Omkara. The Omkara Shabda just uttering itself, chanting itself, make you pure. And there are many Vithis are there when you are. Uh, when you emphasize Akara while chanting Om, 
these are the benefit. When you emphasize ukara, when you are chanting, these are the benefit. When you emphasize makara, while chanting, these are the benefit, etc. They are given <coughs> in Mandukya, okay? I am not taking Mandukya now, I am taking Gita. <laughs> so, if you are curious, go and read that. Book is available there. So, Vedyam Pavitram Omkara. That Omkara is myself. Pitahamasya Jagataha Mata Dhata Pitamaha Vedyam Pavitram Omkara Riksama Ejurevacha. So, the three Vedas Rigveda, Ejurveda, Samaveda. Why only three Vedas Bhagavan is mentioning? Because Vedas are written in three styles. One is prose order, another is poetic order, metrical order, and third one is musical. Samaveda is musical. The origin of all your music is Samaveda. Whether it is Carnatic music or Hindustani music or whatever, even it is Bollywood music, everything is born of Samaveda. Your swaras have come from there only. Sarigamappa. So, this three style in which Vedas is written, that may be one of the reason, or other interpreters say, this Atharvana Veda came much later, so therefore that is not added here. So, Riksama Ejurevacha, because the Vedas have come from him. Fourth chapter we saw. <coughs> Bhagavan himself said, I taught this to Vivaswan, Vivaswan taught to Manu, Manu to Manurichwagave Bhraved, Evam Parampara Proktam, Evam Rajasriyo Vidhu Ityadi. So, this Veda has been taught to, taught by me, means it has come from the Lord Himself. That is why we, all the professors, the, the research scholars, they are trying to date, we give a date to Vedas, when it has come. They have come up to what, before Christ, 1500 years ago, something like that, they have come. <laughs> it is absurd, <laughs> Because before Christ, 1500, you see, these people have got some limitation. They cannot think beyond 2000 years. That is a problem. You think that before, before beyond 2000 years, there was no world existing. You ask the archaeologist <coughs> and the, the geologist and all that, you ask, they talk about billions of years. They don't talk about thousand years at all. They always talk about billions of years, billion light years, not <coughs> also. So, this Vedas, when it has come, as old as the creation. That also, we are not talking about one cycle, okay? <laughs> we are talking about Brahmaji's 4.3 multiplied by 1000. That many years you can say may be the origin of Vedas. Okay. <laughs> Ashwasa Nishwasavata, it is said, 
like Bhagavan's breath, it is effortlessly it has come. So the origin of Vedas, don't even say it is that many years, this many years. <laughs> so Pitahamasya Jagataha Mata Dhata Pitamaha Vedyam Pavitra Mongaraha Rikshamai Jurevacha. Now, Bhagavan is giving a very powerful verse. Getir Bhartha Prabhusakshi. Nivasa Sharanam Suhrade. Prabhava Pralayasthanam. Nidhanam bijamavyayam. Now, all these verses that we saw so far is an explanation of Mahatmanastumam Partha. The thirteenth verse, okay. Mahatmanastumam Partha Devi Pragadi Mashidaha Bajandi Ananya Manasaha Nyatva Bhuta Dimavayam Nyatva what how does how do they know? What is their knowledge? Their knowledge is this <laughs> all these verses that Pitahamasya Jagataha Mata Tata Pitamaha Vedyam Pavitra Munkaram Raksama Jarevaja Aham Kradu Aham Yetnaha Sudhaha Aham Avyam All these are these are the knowledge these Mahatmas have. Therefore Ananya Chintaya Ananya without any other thought entertaining in their mind, they worship me. Vedavradaha, they worship me. So now again adding to that list, Getir, Bharta, Prabhu, Sakshi, Nivasaha, Sharanam, Suhurta, Prabhava, Pralaya, Sthanam, Nidhanam, Bijam, Avvayam. All these. Now one by one we'll see. <laughs> Gati. Gati means gold. So, the Gati of all jivas. So, people generally ask, what is the purpose of life? <laughs> Children ask this question. When they grow up, when they are teenagers, they will ask this question. And what is the purpose of life? This also must have, uh, you must have asked many times. This question. Is it just getting up morning, going to the office, coming back? And the housewife will ask, what do you call nowadays housewife? You can't say. Ah, homemaker. <laughs> Politically correct word you have to use, right? Now you will be in trouble. The homemaker. They also say that every day the children are offering, the child is taken to that class, this class, then gym class, and afterwards something else, and then <laughs> the dentist, then the other. 
what do you call it? Doctors, an appointment, that appointment, this appointment. It goes on like this. So, what is this life? Suddenly you start thinking. And that also, when you visit India, your friends have got so many servants. They are all working. <laughs> they are all helping this girl, and she is sitting there and managing them only. She gets tired managing these people. When you see that, you more you get more irritated. Why did I come to this America? I don't know. What is so attractive here? Such thought comes to us, isn't it? What is the goal, purpose? Actually, it is a good sign if you ask that question. But we don't pursue that question. That is where the problem is. <laughs> because so, so many other priorities are there. This is what life is. Everybody is doing it, I am also doing it. So you console yourself and continue with the routine life. No, there is a goal of life. Because we have taken this human birth. Among living beings, to get a human birth is very rare. The rarity of human life is not appreciated by us at all. It is given to you, we took it for granted. People ask this question. This Gita and all that you can study only after retirement. It is either people who are retired or retarded, not for normal people. We are all young people. We have so many years of good life with us. Let us enjoy first. Then we are tired. We will look into this. What? Bhagavad Gita. In fact, I tell you, Bhagavad Gita taught to a young man. <laughs> Not to an old retired guy. Okay? He was a military guy, so man of action. So, this Bhagavad Gita is for living, not for the dead. It is not for chanting after you are dead, then this Bhagavad Gita chanting is good for the soul. People chant 8th chapter to a 2nd chapter and all that. It is not for that. Bhagavad Gita is not for the puja room also, to do arati. Jaya Bhagavad Gita. To arati ke liye nahi hai. This is for living. <laughs> so what is the goal pointed out in the Gita? That Jeevan Mukti, while living, get liberated. This particular opportunity is given only in human life. Even if you become Devata, you are not getting that opportunity. Devata Shariram, you will never be able to realize. Because it is not, karma, not a karma shariram. It is bhoga shariram. It is meant for only enjoyment. So, only in human body, you have the privilege of make use of it that time and gain that realize. Now, why should I realize another problem? Swami, I mean, sab theek hai chal Wife is there. Children are there, chunnu munnu, everything is good, going on nicely. 
एंड वी हैव मनी आल्सो वी हैव रेस्पेक्ट इन द सोसाइटी दो तीन पार्टी भी देते हैं मंथली वन और टू पार्टीज वी की थ्रो देवेज से आई थ्रो ए पार्टी आई स्टिल डोंट अंडरस्टैंड वाई दे से थ्रो मैम बींग वेस्ट दे नो इंग्लिश लैंग्वेज आल्सो वेरी नाइस दे मीन इट so whatever it is so uh, things are going on very good swamiji why i should worry about moksha and all that <coughs> see whatever that you are doing animals also doing isn't it they are also eating sleeping mating they are also partying maybe animals will have some party i don't know <coughs> among the animals you know they must be having some party so i see that you know the geese used to come here you know this i watch that when this winter comes you know the geese come from they migrate from canada and you have to watch them what a wonder it is i mean they they come in a group very disciplined order they will come and they will come and land a certain designated place the whole crowd come and land then one is you know one person one of them is a leader and he stand <coughs> outside of the whole group and then there is some uh, conversation taking place i don't know what is the language but they speak <coughs> and they instruct very beautifully instruct and then the crowd get a, a divided and one crowd goes to the other place then another crowd go to disperse the other place and third they will come stay there how they have communicated each other what discipline <laughs> when they fly also <coughs> <coughs> their speed is controlled <coughs> nobody goes overtake somebody nothing like that what a discipline think about it so there is a rhythm <coughs> so they also live harmoniously in this world they also don't thinking about moksha at all so what difference that animal and you that because the privilege of human life is what this particular faculty to think higher don't settle for small things these are all normal things that anybody and everybody can have it so what that food shelter clothing recreation these are all minimum basic things for every human being whatever that you have gained or acquired you enjoy it there is nobody say don't the jivan mukti is not that something that you are denied of everything no that is a misunderstanding you can enjoy better <laughs> so the goal of life is to realize this truth what is the truth i am that sachidananda paramatma is the truth and this once you know what happened you become totally free mentally free emotionally free intellectually free ego wise free so that inner freedom is what is the goal of life so that goal is bhagwan says i am getihi <coughs> oh it's 11 o'clock take a break rest i'll tell you <laughs> bharta
Prabhu Sakshi all of them. All of them are very interesting, okay? All those. This ninth chapter is the most beautiful chapter. I say that to every chapter, okay? Okay, how much time? We have half an hour. Huh? 11.30. 11.30, we'll come back. So we'll come back at 11.30.